Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. Welcome to Blake on Balls, a fantasy baseball podcast for exactly 10 people. I'm your host, Blake Williger. We have a lot of fun segments planned for this episode, stuff we haven't done before, uh, including a returning guest. But before we get to any of that, it's time to bring in my co-host, who didn't lose this week because his matchup isn't over yet. It's Adam Brooks. Congratulations, Adam. Oh, thank you. It feels great. I appreciate it. I'm only down by 70, uh, so plenty of time for a comeback uh, with, (laughs) what, four... Five days left. Is there five? There's five, one game so. on Thursday. Just Red Sox, Yankees on uh, Thursday, and then uh, I have some of those days. players. Yeah, I have a Chapman who's sure to get a to get a oh, save boy. on that day. Um, Oof. Uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll allow him to use some of the the uh, spider tack by then. I'm sure. Right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Days away. I'm sure the um, rules will change. Who knows with yeah. Major League Baseball and the way that they that they're governing things right now. Yeah, who knows? Could change every uh, yeah day to day, day to day MLB. Uh, it's a new meaning to day to day. Well, what are we going to do today, Blake? Um, well, we've got some fun segments planned that we haven't done before. Like I said, I did that right, didn't I? Yeah, I said that already. That's in the script. Um, but uh, let's get right into it. Joining us now is our league historian, league statistician, and one-time co-host of the pod. It's Chris Pascal. Welcome back to the pod, Chris. Hello. Happy to be here. Uh, welcome. We, uh, we love I'm happy you. to be uh, here. <laughs> you were uh, filling in for Adam the, uh, the last time you were on the pod, and obviously um, all three of us are on uh, right now. I was so jealous uh, that I needed to have Chris back on while I was on the podcast. I'm very defensive, <laughs> and, uh, and I needed to make sure there was a segment that included me, because this I mean, is all about you- me. If you want, Adam, we could also just, you and I could do one. We could just record a podcast that no one listens to. It could just be for us. It could be a podcast for zero people or for uh-huh. two, two people. people. Yeah. Well, we don't even have to listen to it. We could just record it and not even play it back. I mean, I've been recording our phone calls for years, so it wouldn't be that much different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's better than that time you were recording, you know, in my bathroom and my bedroom and, you know, you're... One creepy dude, Chris. Hey, I made a lot of money on that. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I sincerely doubt it. And remember, sign up for our OnlyFans for get access to that content. Yeah. So uh, far, zero people uh, have subscribed, but I, I'm sure yeah. they're coming. I've... They're, they're, I'm definitely sure they're coming. Anyway. <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Uh, let's get to it, Chris. What all do you right, have for Chris, us today? Yes. Well, first, I, wanna, I wanted to go back and talk about all-time point margins since Brad just obliterated me last week and got the highest points ever in our league. Uh, I did some research and found out what the biggest points margins were. Um, You'll be interested to know Brad's beating of me. It was 166.96 points. Only good for seventh all time. What? Wow. There's some, 
some bloodbaths, it sounds like. What uh Let, let's play a little game. Who do you think yeah. is the number one? What do you what do you think a match like the matchup? Who was it between? Are we going back to pre Brad and uh no, this like only goes pre- back to 2013. I don't count okay, anything that happened. The mo- the modern, <laughs> not, yeah, not the, not the, only in the, in the live ball era. Yeah. Not, not, yeah. The, yeah. Anything pre-Chris uh, doesn't exist. Pre-Chris doesn't exist. Okay. Um, man, I'm going to say. It's kinda, there was that season where Adam's record was, we talked about it last week on the pod, didn't we? Where you were like 21 and three or something like that. So probably some big wins in, in there maybe. Adam's record when he was 434, the previous highest scoring record, good for 10th all time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that was over you, Blake. Oh. Outstanding. And that margin, <laughs> um, that margin was 161. Wow. There's so some... it's pretty, so it's pretty uh, squished in there because between 10 and 7, it's, uh, it's only like eight points. Um, uh, it, it widens out a little bit towards right. the top, but the, right. the, the bigger takeaway is that just cause you scored a lot of points doesn't mean yeah. your opponent didn't. So. Correct. Yeah. You have to have like a year where someone like Tim was like the worst, like didn't pay attention to his team. So I'm going right. to guess it was like something like Tim is probably on the other end of it. Cause he was, uh, you know, in this era, <laughs> he was probably like the only person at any point that like straight up didn't care about, or like didn't even like probably play pitchers for like in a given, yeah. uh, in a given week, you know, like just didn't even modify his team. Um, so I'm going to guess he's on the other end of it. And I'm going to guess that, oh man, I, I'm just trying to put back. I know Aaron had some monster teams and Zetlin has always had like very strong teams. So mm-hmm. my guess is that it's, it's, I'm going to go with like Zetlin versus Tim being the, uh, that the matchup. Interesting. I'll, I'll say my something. I'll, there were those years where Todd was, um, he really um, mailed it in and uh, he went for, he was shooting for the the future, traded everyone away. So maybe it was one of those like later weeks in the season after he had traded away uh, his good players. And well, we know Jason uh, isn't going to be a high point scorer uh, given the history, his, his terrible history in this league. Yeah, but Todd thought that it was like hearts where if you lose every week, you actually win the league. <laughs> So he, he was shooting uh, the moon. I mean, he was really. Yeah, I'll say maybe it was. Um, yeah, maybe it was a week where where Adam faced Todd. I'm facing Todd uh, late in the season. I like it. Of course you do. <laughs> so you think Adam over Todd and Adam, you think it's Zetlin over Tim. That's that, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. yeah. Can we All get, right, no. can we get like a countdown? I mean, how are you? I mean, yeah, you're the, five, this is maybe? your info, but should we go oh, like from three? six? We have seven. Can we go six, five, four, three, two, one? Does that seem exciting? Yeah, I'll do those. But before I do that, I just want to preface. Yeah. You have to remember that there's 21 weeks in our season. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. We, we're talking about eight years. So that's 160 potential matchups. Oh, and you guys are sitting there trying to nail one down. So <laughs> yeah. Well, we may be completely out. Right. I know. I'm pretty sure yeah. you're right. Look, okay. I, yeah, I mean, we. I'm just saying the odds are slightly better, uh, you know, that what I said than than you know than it being like Adam versus uh, Aaron or you know Zetlin, yeah. you know, beating. Well, you know, I guess Zetlin beating. You know, Blake's had some bad teams. Anyway, I don't know. That's just my okay. take on it. I'm trying to think of who could be so bad. Not so much the who scored the points, but who could be so bad right. to have scored like like very few points. It's the combination of a yeah. bad week with like two hundred yeah. points and a good week facing a good team of this like is... two hundred or four hundred. 
10 points or something. This is really just a fun vehicle to talk about some of the all-time shittiest teams. Yes, well, let's do it. I think I think you're going to be surprised. Yeah, you're going to be no. surprised. It's probably me on the back on the on the on the bad end of a bunch of these. But let's so, do it. So, number 6 was in 2017. It was Jason over Zetlin. The the margin was 167.68 points. Oof. So that would be that was Jason the Jason scored six, over 400 points. That was the that sixth is, most. That's the sixth most, sixth okay. highest. Sixth highest. Okay. In only one of these did the team not score over four hundred points. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, so that mean that the team on the other end of it must have been yeah. absolutely terrible. Yeah, two fifty to four hundred or something. Yeah. So Jason mm-hmm. scored four hundred and two. Zetland scored two twenty five. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, Zetland. Actually, did I do the math wrong? I might have done the math wrong on that one. All right, number five, two thousand sixteen. It was me over Tim. I scored 404 points. Tim scored 231 for a margin of 172.26. Wow. What year was that? That was 2016. 2016. Yeah, so this is some Tim before Tim. Before Tim figured it out. Yeah, Yeah. before Tim got really good like he is this (laughs) year. Yeah. Peak Tim or the opposite of peak Tim. All right. Number four, 2015. Erdang over the Wolf. Erding had 410.12. Wolf had 234.56 with wow. a margin of 175.56. Wow. That is so wow. bad. That like within the first couple of days of the matchup, you're just completely out of it, probably, if the margin is that yeah. big. But these are, you know, it's not like uh these aren't like 180s and one, you know, 190s. These aren't the times when people score the worst ever. You know, 220, 220, yeah. 230. You know, that's pretty bad, but it's not like not the worst. 200 yeah. is you know, under 200 is is the worst. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, yeah, how so <laughs> exciting. Oh, this is great. Uh, number three is in 2016. This is, again, Jason over Tim. Wow, Last time it was yeah. Devlin, this time is Tim. 424.96 over Tim's 244.92 for margin wow. 180.04. Wow. Wow. Beating. That margin is like uh, Tim scores this year. <laughs> 180, yes. That's what... Yeah. And so as I get to these last two, do you guys want to take a shot at what you think the largest point margin ever was? Oh, more, uh, more gambling. This is great. Yeah. Do you think it's um, a lot more than 180 or just because, I mean, you were right as far as it being a little squished. Yeah. But you did say it spreads out. I'm going to say the margins, uh, the largest margin is going to bump up to two, 217. Wow. That's so much. Yeah, maybe like maybe like low two hundreds. I can't. That's just crazy <laughs> to like double up. Oh, okay, Chris is laughing. There's something here. It's more. Oh my god, let's hear it. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> All right, number two was in 2014. It was Erdang over Adam. Oh my god, Erdang had 376.36. Adam had 193.2. Ah, wow. yes, that was, the, that was the the low at the time, wasn't it, Adam? Was that a uh, yeah? I think that might have been the record. Yeah, because I had I had the highest and the lowest for a while, and then I think and someone else, a couple people have now beat. I don't even know if my name's listed on that spreadsheet anymore on the lowest because Erding Erding has the lowest right now, and I'm like second. But that margin is one eighty three point one six. All right. Okay. So the number one was in twenty nineteen. It was Todd over Aaron. What Todd? Wow. Four thirty three point eight. So I think that. That's good for third all time highest. Yeah. Over yeah. Wolf's 235.78 for a margin of 198.02. Wow. It's never gotten to 200. Never been over 200. That's never why I wasn't that concerned when Brad was beating me. Yeah. yeah. 
Never been over 200. Wow. I'd love to go back. Well, maybe next week um, uh, we'll go back and look at the, the weeks that those players had to be like, to have such a wide margin, 200 points. That is crazy. That's a lot. That's, I mean, that's, that's one Tim score. Yeah. Yeah. You're the, for the week. You're doubling up uh, in like three or four days. You've got more points than the other person has the whole week. Yeah, fascinating, crazy, fascinating. But I will. Tim was on the bad end of a few of those. That was a. Uh, so, yeah, I will say my my Tim yeah. logic wasn't totally uh, out there. Tim had um, two of them. Aaron has two of them. Adam, you have two of them, and Blake, you have two of them. Yeah, in the top ten. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. crazy. The, I'm pretty sure. Two, did I win in two? I think I won the league one of the that year, 2014, when I got blasted away. I believe. Uh, uh, in 2014. Uh, no, Aaron you won in 2013, won. 2013. And that's when you had your high score, which is on the okay. list. That's, that's good for number 10. Yeah. Like I said, so yeah, I'll, uh, I'll make this a PDF and, uh, I'll share it with everyone. And one little quick extra bit of trivia for the smallest point margin ever. It was oh. me over Aaron in 2018. Do you guys want to guess how small that margin was? It has well, to be like point two. There was there was the week. I hate to well actually you, Chris, but actually I kind of love to do it. Where uh, Jason and I tied, and he won the tiebreaker that we didn't even know existed. Well, maybe that's what he's talking about. No, that isn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, there's no margin there, Chris. You should have. No you could, Chris. You should have just said that. You should have just said that, that. That's what I'm. That is the one I'm talking about. But, okay, but there's what, no margin there. I'm saying a point margin. Yes, a point margin. Uh, it's got like. Is it a? So one at bat is what like. Point one two five or something is it as much as a uh as that is it point one two five i'll go with it's point one four wow i beat aaron 320.14 and he had 320 even in 2018 so that is brutal i mean i lost by one point uh this year this year uh that was well documented on the podcast yes almost in real time uh-huh. And was then, that, uh, oh, just was that for when I beat you? Uh, yeah, was that you? Or, yeah, I think it was you. Yeah, the Sunday night game when it came. Yeah, it was it was oh, yeah. you. You came back and it was by one point. It came down to the Sunday night game, the last at bat of the game. Yeah, it was week I 10. Lost. Yeah. I beat you by exactly one point. By exactly one point. And actually could have been, I think my, my last guy struck out to make it a full point. If he had just, you know, grounded out or whatever, it would have been like point one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have, yeah. been, have been insane. Yeah. Um, at least uh, uh, better that he struck out, actually. Yeah, um, it takes the sting out, right? Yeah, yeah. Make so 2014, that. though, before I get well, actually, yeah, of course I didn't win. I had six Blake of the Weeks that uh, that uh, that year, and uh, but Todd had n- none that year. I love the league, the league history. It's so great. It's fun. Yeah, it is a rich fun. history. I like yeah. I like pouring back through it. Yeah, it's always it's always a pleasure. Clearly, well, you um, do a great job of it, Chris. Yeah. Thank you. What uh, you have anything else for us, Chris? I sure do. Oh. Uh, on Josh Erding's, Josh Erding's request for someone to go through and figure out how big of a difference Otani's pitching has made for Jason, having that 26th player. And so I did that. I went through every week this year. Uh, I didn't go through former seasons because it doesn't matter. Um, but this year, it would have reversed three of Jason's wins. Wow. wow. That's huge. That's because crazy. What's interesting is that going through, so the days that he's pitching, he can't have him as a hitter. So I also, there's some days where he pitches and he hits right. and 
some days his hitting was really good too. So it actually made the, the differential a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. So you counted, you gave him credit for what he hit on those days. Yeah. Cause he would have used him yeah, as a batter. He would have yes. used him as a batter. Now, wow. what if now, what about the days? This is really nitpicking, but there are some in the beginning. I feel like they weren't letting him hit when he was pitching. They took him out of the lineup a bunch of games. There's so, some weeks where he has no at bats, but he pitched. Yes. But he pitched. So we could maybe slot in his average, you know, like his average, you know, points per game and give credit for that because you would assume he would be hitting on those days or, or most of those days. He's probably going to be in the lineup every day. This guy's never going to take a day off. No way, not now. Um, so I'll let you do that math. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, how, how narrow was the margin on these three reversals? Pretty narrow each time. So I'll, I'll, do you want me to just go through the reversals yes. or go through all of them? Go through the reversals. The reversals, yeah. Okay, so in week one, Jason was playing Aaron. Otani had nine and a half points pitching. Batting that day, he, had, he would have gotten 5.66 points. So the difference is 3.84 points. That's the Otani point differential. Okay. So Jason the, the won. OPD, the OPD, we'll call it. Yeah. A new stat. Well, I called it the Otani differential. The Todd. The, okay. um, the, uh, <laughs> I love it. The Todd. But so <laughs> you take away those 3.84 points, and Jason would have lost. Wolf would have had Wolf had 436.34. Jason would have had 434.3. Wow. Wow. So he would have lost wow. by about two points. So, so he only he barely beat Wolf that first yeah. week. So yeah. that wouldn't have mattered because he got he he did hit on that day. So it doesn't change. So that's so that's fine. So that that one we don't even have to litigate the the hitting, the research the hitting. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. All right. Next up. Next in week four when Jason played Todd, Otani had thirteen and a half pitching points. Batting, he would have had 8.38 points. He had a really good day. He went two for three with a two-bagger. He had three runs, two RBIs, a walk, and a strikeout. So the differential there is only 5.12. Todd would have won 309.06 to Jason's 307.96. So even less than two points. Wow. So that one also, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because he he got hit. So this is good. This is good. Yeah, Jason had like... True three thirteen that week. Yeah. yeah. True losses. So, and then in week seven, Jason played Tim and Otani had six point five. But batting, he only went one for three. He had point seven six points. And so the the differential was five point seven four points. Tim would have won three twenty eight point nine to three twenty six point eight six. So again, wow. it's like two points. Yeah. That's all it takes. Jason needs this extra player in order he does, to be a top tier team. And, yeah. and you know, and actually, if you just kind of poor man's version of what Chris just did is what I was looking for, just uh, points for like, if you just took out um, the Otani points, right? Jason right now is at four, six, three, seven point seven. What, what do we, Blake, is there a way you could pull up quickly? How many pitching points did Otez Otani or anyone know how many pitching points? Otani has gotten for the season right now. Uh, yeah, um, I can. I can that, that would take me a second. Well, you'll just edit this out, Adam. We can have. I, yeah, but I won't. I'm the classic. You need to hire a better production. You need to hire a better production team for that. All right. So it looks like. Oh, is this going to break it down? Is no, it's not going to. Of course not. Oh, man. I'd have to add them all up. It has his game logs, but.
but it doesn't it's have... like 200 points right i mean we went over it last yeah. time and it was like it was around 200 points yes. we could just estimate it's something in that range it be exact. It was, so, I th- yeah it was i think it was 160 or something 160 because he only yeah. ma- he's he's made fewer starts he's only made like 12 starts okay yeah he so, doesn't have a ton of starts actually so it turns Jason from the number one point getter in the league to the to the number three point getter in the league because uh, it puts him somewhere in between Brad and uh, and Josh. Um, Here's the my conclusion, my breakdown. So yeah. Otani's pitching was the decisive factor in three of Jason's contests this year. The average point differential is eight point four nine points a week. Of note, only one week has his pitching been a negative factor. So Otani mm-hmm. pitching for him has always been a positive except for last week. And yeah. he still would have won that week. In yeah, fact, no he would have won by more. Yeah. But yeah. And right. so that so, means his right. 11 and two team would be eight and five. It'd be eight and five. He'd be in a tie for second place, but that's not really where it would like affect stuff. It would have repercussions throughout the rest of the standings because Tim would have more wins. Right. Todd right. would have more wins. Right. And, uh, Aaron would have more Aaron. wins. Yeah. So Aaron so would be is... tied for second. Yeah. Wow. And I have a, uh, I have the reordered standings on this sheet that I made and I'll share <laughs> oh that. Oh my God. Everyone. I love this so much. <laughs> so I'll, I'll share this with everyone so they can see each week what it would have done. Yeah. Um, just throw it up on the Instagram on the, uh, Blake, <laughs> on the Blake on Paul's Instagram. We'll put it, we'll put it, we'll, we'll put it in the, Bla- we'll in the Blake on it. Ball story. Yeah. The Instagram yeah. story. That's yeah. good. I'll, I'll, we'll do that. But yeah, so I mean, he, he has been a big difference having that him as a pitcher is what I found. Yes. Yeah, it's had Amazing. huge repercussions. Three wins yeah. is huge. Indirectly, you know, that's that's helped. Uh, it's helped me. Well, anyone who has like anyone who hasn't narrowly lost, right? Mm-hmm. Like because if Tim has more wins and everyone, everyone who's like six and seven or below fifth place and below, if any of them have more wins. Uh, my chances, my already extremely slim playoff odds, actually the internet says 45%, but they're not that good. My playoff odds go down precipitously. um, If, uh, if I'm even, you know, one more game back of a playoff spot at this point. So you'd be tied with Zetlin in ninth place at four and nine. So Tim would be above you. Tim would be at, yeah. Yeah. That's rough. And Tim would be like right outside of a playoff contention. Yeah, with his with his thirty eight hundred points. Yeah, <laughs> Tim, who has scored four hundred fewer points than me. The difference between me and Tim in points scored is the difference between me and Jason in points scored. Yeah, crazy <laughs> times. Yeah, crazy times. It's crazy. crazy times all across the league. That is fascinating stuff, Chris. You are excellent. Uh, an excellent podcast guest, but um, uh, your time is up here. Oh, uh, excellent! I'm yeah. glad. Unless you have anything else interesting yeah. to contribute. No. Do you have All anything? Right. Uh, nothing of note. Chris, do you have nothing anything you want to promote at this time? Yeah. Anything to, to plug? Uh, I've been producing a podcast with two Special Forces veterans. This is not a joke. Um, this it's is called, awesome. It's called the Pop Culture Field Manual. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, it's where they talk about the military and pop culture and movies and different things like that. If you guys want to check it out. Yeah, what? Sorry, say the name again. The Pop Culture Field Manual. Pop Culture Field Manual. All right, yeah, we will so send cool. that I, on the text chain as well. Yeah, we'll text, I, I text that, that out. Text the link. I didn't actually think you had anything to promote, but I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. I that suspected. I you know, I suspected Chris had stuff to promote, and <laughs> he's it's, always got something. You know, we sure. yeah, and we keep forgetting to ask our guests because it's really a fun thing to ask because mm-hmm. um because that's, that's what real podcast hosts do. 
So uh, it makes us feel really professional to ask you that question and to have mm-hmm. you have a, like a, a ready response that is actually legit. I can't wait to listen to this podcast. Yeah, first. we'll That's check fantastic. it out. I can't wait to see how a real podcast is produced, you know, because <laughs> I've only ever listened to this podcast and none, no other ones ever. I, yeah, I was uh, unaware that there were other podcasts. So. Yeah, I thought it was just us and we're the only 10 people that listen to podcasts. <laughs> um, awesome. All right. Very good. Uh, All right. Thanks, Chris. Can't wait to have you on again. We'll do this yeah, soon. I look forward to it. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. And just like that, we're going to our next segment. It is called League Oddities. Our uh, league is so peculiar. All these different things that happen with different um, stats. And I did some research and I thought it would be fun to talk about um, some number quirks in our league. Uh, It'll be fun. It's fun. Very fun. Let's get to it. All right. Uh, The first one we have, Jason's team leads the league in caught stealings with 39 and the next closest is Tim with 21. Uh, he has so many caught ceilings, you'd think he'd be running away with stolen bases. Uh, get it? See what I did with this running away? Yeah. Bases? yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Tomato, <laughs> tomato emoji, tomato. Okay, tomato. fair. That's fair. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, he does have the most stolen bases with 93, but Brad has 88 stolen bases, and he has only caught, been caught ceiling 19 times. So Jason really needs to coach his team that they're they're not really efficient as Teta. They are not. Stolen base uh, percentage. Yeah, it's it's not good. Very bad. Certainly not at the ninety percent that would be, you know, uh, good for um, making you know making making sense to try and steal the base. But uh, yeah, no. And is that even... is, uh, it would be Cots stealing or caught stealing? <laughs> what's the what's the? I mean, Cots... I have an apostrophe apostrophe bros situation uh, here. Apost- oh my gosh, yeah. The, yeah. The, I think these would be because they're are yeah, they Cots. Cots... Caught stealing? Caught stealings. Caught stealing. Caught stealing. What are they? That's so weird. Caught stealing. Oh, wow. Caught stealing. It's almost sound. Yeah, it doesn't even, it just rolls right into itself. This, by the way, I believe Shohei Otani was caught stealing um, earlier in this game that's still going on right now. So uh, that would be 40. He's got a. Where he also hit his 33rd uh, home run, right? Is that what happened today? Did he? No, he didn't hit home run today, too. Did he? Thirty-three. It was thirty-three today or yesterday? Or is the monster? Was the monster home run thirty-three? The, that was thirty-three. The yeah, that was, that was thirty-three. The fifth decker. Okay, yes. sorry. I thought that was thirty-two for some reason. <laughs> no. I just assume he hits a home a grand slam every day. We already talked about this. Yes. Jason can every um, at bat. Jason needs every to get the tissues is. anyway. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Brad's team has seven. His pitchers have thrown seven complete games. Uh, and the next closest is a five-way tie with three. So it's a huge gap. And um, for my team, two of my three complete games are no hitters. Um, and That's it's, nuts. It's nuts. It's interesting to note also that um, um, podcast darling Herman Marquez leads his team with three alone. He has three altogether. And I believe I can check the scoreboard right now. He could be throwing another one. Uh, right tonight. as we speak yeah that's exciting so, um does is brad or any of brad's complete games of the seven inning variety do that are we counting those that is a great question adam and to that um i think we need to contact uh our league historian chris who we've uh who we just had on the pod to uh, see if he can uh do that um no I'm chris sh- enough of chris he's vying for my <laughs> job i don't appreciate it. he's openly vying for yeah. it i don't you know anyway fine i'll All look right. it up yes. never but I'm i won't really sure. look it up I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have Stat Boy do that. Stat, Stat Boy. Stat sure. Boy. Um, 
And then, uh, Blake, in two of your no-hitter, those two no-hitters, did you yes. win those weeks or did you lose the, those weeks? Or was there a split? What I... happened in your, in your weeks you got no-hitters? Did I go one and one? I think with the the first There's been one so I many lost. no-hitters, I can't I've keep had track so of many. who lost. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, that would be a good, maybe, Hey, maybe we'll, um, we'll write the people who've had no hitters. Did you win your week? Did you lose your week? Yeah. Well, I have to get Chris on for that. He puts a lot more. Effort oh, now you this. want Chris on. I know. Now, now I see <laughs> the advantage actually. Well, speaking of Chris, uh, he is in last with only 44 quality starts. So his pitchers, his starting pitchers have, have not thrown quality starts, but he has 56 wins. He has 12 more wins than he has <laughs> quality starts. So I don't know if he's getting them from, uh, from lesser starts or from relievers or what, but um, I thought that was crazy. Usually um, uh, it doesn't happen that way. Jason uh, has the most quality starts with 77, but he only has 59 wins. So he's only got three more wins than, uh, than our pal Chris, but he has 33 more <laughs> quality starts. That's crazy. It uh, is crazy. That's particularly crazy because, um, because uh, Chris yeah, those twelve more quality start, or twelve more wins and quality starts. Like, like you would think that either he's got a bunch of players on teams that hit a lot of, you know, that have a lot of offense, or, mm-hmm. um, or yeah, he's getting him from his relievers. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to check. I'm trying to check as we. Speak it's a right league now. oddity, Adam. You, you it can't question oddity. it. You can't. You just gotta take it yeah. for what it is. Yeah, I'm trying to see uh, where all these wins are coming from. Um, he's gotten uh, six from uh, Karinchak. Uh, he's gotten, jeez, uh, he's gotten three from Hendricks. He's gotten three from Hader. Okay, yeah, so that's twelve right there from Boom. from relievers. Yeah. Um, but so then still, all the quality starts are just uh, every single quality start yeah. is a win. It's an auto yeah. auto win. Although uh, Freed. Uh, has six quality starts but only five wins, so doesn't quite add All up. Right. It's not perfect. But uh, no, look at this: D- D- uh, Tony Disco nine and nine, mm-hmm. Danny Duffy oh. four and four. All right, Logan Gilbert three and three. Uh, Snell two quality starts but three wins. There's that one back. Yeah, Montas I'm, I'm surprised eight and eight. That, I'm surprised Mats. that he even threw two quality starts. Given hey, you got to throw uh, six innings. Uh, <laughs> ouch. Uh, Matt's four quality starts with seven wins and Rodon, uh, eight, uh, quality starts and seven. Oh. Uh, so there's a couple, I'm sure there's some people he's dropped or whatever, but it does add yeah. up pretty, it matches up pretty darn close. All right. Uh, to that. So there we go. Mystery oddity solved. Not that odd. Not, <laughs> not that so odd, odd anymore. Not league, so odd. League interesting. Not League, not uh, point league, of interest. League. Oh, yeah. League. Oh, okay. Nah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, the next one I have here, Tim's hitters. Uh, have struck out 1,039 times. That um, averages out to one every three and a half at bats. And the next most strikeouts is Erdang's team with 940. That's a difference of 99 strikeouts. And the difference between Erdang and the person with the fewest strikeouts, which is Todd, is 92. So that shows just how big the gap is between right. Tim and ninth place compared to uh, ninth and, and first place. He, his hitters strike out a ton. His team is so bad and he beat me twice. He's about it constantly. Yeah. Well, he beat me once. So he's it's three of his four wins, right? Are right here. Are, yeah. uh, 
right are talking to each other right now yeah <laughs> uh Oof. yeah it's a lot of k's it's a lot of a lot of points um it's a lot of points you know it's like yeah. a, a hundred points uh that's bad yeah um anyway we both yep. lost him so next we up. did i don't want to talk about tim and tim anymore uh i'll talk about brad though uh his team leads the league in doubles triples and home runs which is crazy. You'd think like, sure, one or maybe two of them, but he leads the league in all three categories and he has 181 home runs. And the next closest is Aaron with 167 home runs. So he's got a 14, a 14 homer lead there. Um, his team just mashes. Brad's team slugs. Brad's team slugs. Brad's team slugs. <laughs> uh, this team slugs. This team slugs. Uh, uh, yeah. And, um, uh, 181 home runs. Next closest 167. That's not a huge gap. Do we? Do you, ever, do you know who the fewest were? Do we? Do we do that? Oh yeah. Let's, let's. uh is that a quick? Can we quick get that quickly somehow? Yeah. It is. It's our friend Chris with 135. So okay. Well, that's not. That's not a huge spread. So, um, I mean, it's percentage wise, I guess. You know, but one. So between 181 to 130, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that. Not that impressive. More okay. interesting. League yeah. interesting. <laughs> put that in the league interesting category yeah uh and the uh we got a couple more zetland's team leads the league in saves with 60 which is a lot of saves uh he is tied for second uh fewest with only six blown saves so he's got a very high save percentage um his team he's got good he's got his good closers um that's key i think that's really important Uh, i don't know why saves are just killer yeah, the blown saves are awful. Uh, let me tell you, because I've gotten a bunch lately from Chapman, <laughs> uh, and uh, and it's odd because Zetland's team is is very bad. But you know, getting those few relievers that are just so solid, um, I feel like there's only a, a handful of them. You can, you know, it's like you think you're you're paying for the good ones, and then they're not good anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you know, and someone always it's just so unpredictable. Someone who was a nobody all of a sudden you know, is, is the yeah. uh, role aids relief, man. Uh-huh. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, By the way, so, Adam, you, you yeah. are, uh, you are now tied for the, the league lead with 13 blown saves. Oof. Yeah. Uh, how many saves do I have? Uh, you have 46. Saves. Ooh, that's really bad. That's really Jason, bad. Jason's yeah. save percentage is awful. He also has 13 blown saves. He has 29 saves. That's crazy. What an awful I don't, I don't percentage. Understand. I understand uh, because relief pitchers are efficient point getters as yeah. we've gone over many, many times in the, uh, in the recaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they can just, they can just kill your week. Um, you know, it's like a, like a negative 15 point differential from what mm-hmm. you, you know, from what you think you're going to get, you know, nice five to seven pointer. And then all of a sudden it's a negative seven, negative oh, yeah. eight, you know, the blown save loss combo is the worst. It'll get uh, you. I do think I have a but I have a, a nice handful of those blown saves though have been converted to wins, um, so like they were they kind of neutralize each other uh, almost okay. they become you know and actually sometimes the reliever gets another couple strikeouts out of it like uh-huh. I think I think Matt I have to do a little deeper dive but like Barnes the uh, Red Sox closer he's an excellent uh, blown save win <laughs> artist he's strategically uh, he, he just he's a vulture he vultures yeah. for himself uh, yes. he just he just. Wants to get that that win for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, Keeps it you know, for he's getting ready for arbitration. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, 
And then uh, I don't like this next stat, but it's, well, it's good. It yes. makes it makes it's interesting. <laughs> Our last one. You have made the fewest moves in the league. You've only made eighteen roster moves since the auction. Jason yeah. has made the most with forty. So Jason, yeah. he's he's way up there in the standings. He's making moves. You, I know. You've had this, some. Uh... You've had some issues with your record. Obviously, you're on your your long uh, losing streak, and you seem to be holding still. Very content. Yeah. Uh, part of that is injuries. Um, you know, I have been definitely paying attention every week, but I've had a lot of high leverage guys that are coming and going on the, on mm-hmm. the IL for only a few, uh, you know, they're going to be there for, for the minimum or whatever. It's like, so mm-hmm. I'll pick someone up and, and then, uh, you know, try and hold them on the IL until I can, you know, till, till they are definitely going to come off or hold them right. on there a little bit till they're, till they play a couple of games and don't get re-injured. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, I have a lot of historically good players that are underperforming. So it's hard to drop those guys just straight up. Um, you know, it's like, I look at, you know, our, our, uh, podcast, uh, uh, darling, uh, Castillo, who mm-hmm. we love to love to hate, <laughs> but he's been really good. I mean, he's been really he good the last, uh, last, uh, a few weeks. So I'm glad I held on to him. Um, but guys like, uh, Eugenio Suarez, uh, Jeff McNeil, I mean, these guys have been just God awful and yeah. I probably need to cut bait at this point. Um, but then there's also like a, the, the available players in the middle infield are very poor. Yes, they so are. You got to think about the, um, the upside versus, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just cutting bait and going with someone yeah. else. And, By the way, even, even though you've made so few moves, you only have $22 left. Yes. Your... So I, when I, when I want <laughs> the guys, the I get them. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. Pay a lot. I have not lost many auction. I don't think I've lost mm-hmm. anybody in the auction that I wanted to get. Well, when your team's um, so bad, those, you get that tiebreaker. Yeah, you get that. You get the tiebreaker. <laughs> that's right. Um, but you know, this this lines up. I think whoever makes the most moves, I, I think it's correlated with the standings. So, um, you know, good on. Seriously, I, I mean, I, I <laughs> there was move? one. Okay. I think with the year Aaron won, I think he made. He had like five players that he had drafted. He just made a bunch of moves and got yeah. all the players that you know. The hot streaks. There's absolutely a, a, a winning roster full of guys that were undrafted. I mean, there you can construct a winning roster with only play undrafted players. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely believe that, and, mm-hmm. and it's uh, so. I think that's it's really you know. God, I hate I hate this. I hate complimenting Jason, but and it's going to be so <laughs> much better uh, when he loses uh, in the in the maybe the finals or maybe he just loses in the in the semifinals. I don't know. We know he's going to lose. We just don't know us the drama. We don't know when he's going to lose. I mean, he's, he's clearly making the playoffs, but um, uh, but he's uh, he's he's probably going to lose. Um, and uh, oof, he took a rough loss uh, today though with uh, Acuna um, mm-hmm. being out. So that's that's no bueno. No one likes to see that. Um. But uh, let's get to more exciting things since that's a downer. Uh, let's yes, talk please. about uh, some all-star excitement. Um, we're gonna talk about the uh, the home run go home run derby first. It's because uh, uh, all of all players uh, on all of our teams, well, not all of our teams, but uh, players from uh, from from t- uh, all home run derby players are owned by players uh, by teams of our league. There we go. Uh, so that still didn't come out right. <laughs> Um, but let's go into the matchups here. So we've okay. got uh, Shohei. Let me show her my oh 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 Tani face uh, versus uh, Soto, who will try to stay Juan jump ahead of the slow pokes. Ah. Uh, that's uh, some Jason on Jason crime. Uh-huh. We have Joey Jojo Shabadoo. Joey Jojo 
Gallo, uh, who was on Erdang's team, then Tim's team, and now Brad's team, Oof. versus uh, Trevor, the never-ending story, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, who's on Tim's team. Uh, and then apologies to Matt Damon Olson. We ran out of time. Uh, who's on Zetland's <laughs> team, who will hope to keep uh, Trey Table Mancini from maintaining an upright position, uh, who's on Erdang's <laughs> team. And uh, Salvador Romano Perez uh, might get kicked off of Mad Men if he lost to uh, Pete Campbell Alonso. Uh, and uh, uh, Pete Alonso is uh, on uh, Todd's team. And Sal Perez is on Brad's team. So uh, these are fun matchups. Everyone can root for, for their players. And then uh, we've got all-star starters. Um, I went through um, to total up, uh, and this is depressing for me and for oh, Tim. No. Um, but uh, <laughs> for the all-star uh, offensive starters in the AL, uh, Salvador Perez uh, for Brad, uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. for Aaron, Marcus Simeon for Brad, uh, Rafael Devers for Brad, Xander Bogarts for Chris, uh, Mike Trout, who is probably not starting Oof. for Blake. Uh, <laughs> no, he's uh, not. Aaron Judge, uh, who is, is is Judge injured right now, or is he just playing really poorly? I no, can't he, remember. He's he had some huge home run against the oh, Astros, okay. like and yeah, did this so like passive aggressive like thing where he like held his jersey today uh, to like uh, did that to show that he's not thing. injured. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, T. Oscar Hernandez for Chris, uh, rounding out that AL team mm-hmm. in the NL. We've got uh, Buster Posey for Chris, uh, Freddie Freeman for Todd, Adam Frazier for Jason, uh, Nolan Arenado for Zetlin, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. for for Josh Erdang, uh, Acuna who will no longer be starting for Jason, uh, uh, Castellanos for Chris and. Uh, uh, Jesse Winker for Zetlin. Um, and so that's a total of uh, Chris has four players in the all-star wow. uh, starting all-star starting lineup. Brad has three. Uh, Erdang, Zetlin, and Jason with uh, two. Uh, Aaron, Blake, and Todd with one. And uh, Tim and Adam, my, me, that's me. Yeah. In case <laughs> you don't know. I didn't listen to the intro from Blake. Uh, mm-hmm. We have no all-star starters. Um I am not even 100% confident I have. Oh, I have all-star pitchers, but I'm trying to see if I have – Whit Merrifield must be an all-star, right? He's an all-star. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think I know. the Royals are covered maybe, with Sal Perez. Yeah. So. That's true. That's true. It does not necessarily have to be one. Did Did Jesus Lazardo? he's not going to make the all-star team for uh... – No, despite his uh, – uh, <laughs> For Chris, uh, he's draft, not one of Chris's many – Perhaps all-stars. his draft value. Despite his draft value. <laughs> Uh, his draft valuation, uh, he is not. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I can't. I I have to look. I haven't looked at the the rest of the roster very carefully, so I'm not entirely no, sure. And it's changing. People yeah. keep bowing out. Yeah, like Kevin yeah. Gossman's pitching tomorrow, so yeah. he's not going right. to go. And all these. I know Woodruff is an all star. He's not going to pitch, and he's on my team. Um, so that's for sure one all star that is on my active roster. But in terms of offense, I have. Yeah. No clue. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Well, That's I think, uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for, uh, for this week's episode. Before we go, Adam, is there anything else that uh, you want to add? No, I have nothing to add now. <laughs> I've given you all I have. Oh. Um, I am going to Maui. So I'll see you guys on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we'll be recording from the Maui, Maui studios. studios. I don't oh, know. Man. I don't think so. I will be back next Sunday. So and did you need uh, me to, to go with you was there 
I was still waiting to hear oh, back from you. Oh, now we can write it off. This is a write-off then. It was a business trip. <laughs> we can use that so, OnlyFans money. Yeah, we. Can, that's right. Uh, which one is doing better, OnlyFans or Patreon? Uh, I have to look that up. Um, I haven't. It hasn't hit my account yet. Um, yeah, I feel like we can ask our parents to to um, to for the Patreon mm-hmm. subscription, but <laughs> definitely wouldn't want them yeah, on OnlyFans. They, oh no! Oh no! Yeah. All no, right, well, that'll do it no. for uh, for this week's episode of Blake on Balls. We will see you guys uh, next week. Mahalo. <laughs> Mahalo, indeed. <laughs> well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Back to the rules that I'll hit the ground running. Did it make sense not to live for fun? Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. No. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star, get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on.